dramas already, and it's only one minute past ten. Dramas in Café Nero. Uh, a gentleman of... Not advanced yet, middle-aged. I would say middle-aged gentleman. Uh, he was adorned in a long overcoat, a sports overcoat. So I guess you could... I mean, the type worn by perhaps a football manager. Uh, and atop his bonds, a... Uh, a Chelsea football club beanie hat. Now, I guess he could be described as what... Uh, what's his name? James... Yes, de- uh, you know, demagogues like James O'Brien of LBC fame might describe as a gammon. A gammon head. Uh, he... Uh, sh- short gentleman. As I say, Chelsea football club hat. A long sports... Uh, overcoat, goatee beard, um, was collecting two coffees, large coffees, pretend, I think they may have been cappuccinos, and in trying to collect them, he managed to spill uh, the entirety of one of the coffees off the counter, after having just paid for it, I think he was sort of taking change, or I don't know, something, all over the counter, all over the impulse buy confectionery, all over the floor, all over himself. Now, any normal person's reaction in that situation would be to go, Oh, oh God, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Sorry. Ah, no, nightmare. And the staff would go, Ah, don't worry, don't worry. It happens all the time. Yeah, don't worry. He, however, took a different approach, which was to take a step back and, in a sort of way, square up to the coffee. <laughs> As if the coffee had just called his missus a slag. And, like, his upper body, like, stiffened. And he was looking around, like, you know, like the the coffee had wronged him. Like, the coffee had significantly wronged him and there would need to be retribution. Like, he was instantly like a man on the edge. Like, I I felt like if I just said something to him like, Fuck that one, didn't you, mate? He'd have just gone. Like, he was ready to go. He was ready to literally knuckle up with anybody that dared criticise the catastrophe that had just befallen him. He, uh, yeah, and the staff looked terrified. Like, they're, they're like, rather, they just silently, quickly hurried around, and he was just, he, 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 I mean, it was clearly his fault. He spilt the coffee, but he really, you know, he, he, I guess he's probably just one of those people that when, like, something bad happens, just like, typical, of course, of course that would happen to me. Oh, like it always happens to me. Speeding ticket. Well, you were speeding. Of course it always happens to me. Obviously. Well, you know, you've got your bang to rights on that one, buddy. God. Tell you what, guys, I feel like absolute shite today. Bad, bad shite. I, I'm, my, my concern, my hypothesis is that it is now, what is it? Thursday. Three and a half days, no carbs. That could zero, literally zero. That could uh, be part of the reason. Uh, it takes a little... Takes a little while to get, you know, a few days to <clears throat> get used to it. But and generally, what I do is by about the fourth, 
maybe fifth day when you're you're sort of adapted and used to it, then just sling a load more carbs down, you know, reset it all. So uh, you never really get to fully feel the benefit. Uh, that's a lot of fun. So I've treated myself to a small amount of milk and coffee today just to, you know, try and keep me on the straight and narrow. But if I do collapse, um, please uh, just alert the Trickstar DJs to come and uh, drag me out up the stairs, banging my head on each individual step, drag me out onto the pavement and just roll me into the gutter where I belong. Where the flies can feast on the, on the bleeding sores around my around my face, my head, my legs, particularly the bleeding, pustulating sores around my legs. Um, guys, listen. Thursday, second to last show. Se- no, well, second to last normal service show. Third to last because I will do Rankins Records later, and that's a rock solid guarantee unless some sort of catastrophe happens. Have a nose beer. Watch that. Pretty solid idea, actually. I think one of those lobster pingers is still around here somewhere. There's also that uh, those various uh, various spliffs that have been given to me that will I will never smoke. Uh, there's the one from Chode, which I imagine I would die if I was to smoke. Uh, there's one from Bildo, who has assured me that I will not die if I was to smoke it. Uh, I imagine it put me out, put me out for a while, but I do imagine uh, to. Toke on the lorry driver's cigarette that came all the way down from Scotland <clears throat> on the back of a BMX, on the back of a, a in the knapsack of a balaclavered Scotsman. That would put me out, man. That would, yeah, that would send me all the way to the moon and not back. It would leave me there, out in the stratosphere, just fucking dying. For the aliens to come and scrape me off the ground, study me. For no good reason, probe my anus, my hairy, unbleached anus with their alien probing tools. Um, that's that's that. Yeah, basically. Um, Bildo has suggested also that we 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 push for a shoe thrower of the year, which I think is a good idea, as this has been the first full year of coffee and memes. So I think it would be nice to do that with um, uh, possibly. When I'm looking at a calendar now, guys, just if you all just get your calendars out, yeah, that's it. Get your calendar out. Um, potentially, you know, we could do this on like maybe Monday the thirtieth. We'll do a special show. We'll do a special shoe throw of the year show, or maybe you know, maybe we could do it on New Year's Eve. You know, afternoon or something. Be nice, wouldn't it? A little warm up, little milky warm up, little like like a little little hot toddy. You know, something like that. So you pencil those in, guys. For afternoon, you know, afternoon on on Monday the 30th or potentially Tuesday 31st, you throw of the year. You know, I think what we'll have to do is we'll have to get a voting system going on because God, I can't, man, Benage is probably the man to talk to. He's doing the sort of exculpatory research into the shoe throwers from this show. So he he would be the man in the know. Or did Mr. Merck, someone put together a a Spotify playlist of all of, uh, of a whole load do I? I don't know. I have. Yeah, I mean, I've got a. Somewhere. Guys, where are we? Oh, baby Jesus. Yeah, I've got a whole load here. Oh, no, that's not that many. Uh, that was. Anyway, listen, guys. Should we start the show? We could do. Nah, let's just go on a bit. Yeah, we're Dishy Thrower of the Year. I think it would be fun. I, I think it, like. 
it's been a good year for drum and bass, you know. You know, and I include Foghorn in that. You know, I think that's that's been a bit. Of, I mean, it's modern day clown step. It's fine, but we'll look back on it fondly. You know, even those that don't look on it fondly now. I didn't especially look fondly on clown step at the time. Now I look back on it, I think ah, it's a bit of fun, wasn't it? You know, I mean, there's certain bits that you just think, fucking hell, how did that even ever get pressed? But you know. All things considered, not bad. You know, not bad. What I mean, what have been the real, the real high points and real low points of drum and bass this year? But what's been the lowest point of drum and bass this year? It's worth thinking about as well, isn't it? Because we can't just celebrate the good times. We have to dwell on the bad times as well. You know, just as a sort of lesson, so we make sure that we do not go on to repeat our mistakes, repeat our crimes, and allow future generations to repeat our crimes. That's why we teach history in school, presumably. Anyway, look, guys, it's Thursday. We're not Basically, everyone's breaking up for Christmas tomorrow. I presume. I mean, are people in at work, on work, in at work on Monday? I don't know. I'm not going to be. Well, I will be, but I won't be here. Guys, look. It's Thursday. It's ten past ten. It's coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing thirty, Sluggy. You know it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes Threshold. Jonathan. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, 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 well. What do we have? I, look, I need to go do a little bit of organisation here in terms of news nuggets because there's a lot of old chuff in here that are just sort of slammed in there for um, because of reasons. Um, man spotted pleasuring himself while eating uh, a cream cake outside a Plymouth shop. Man, he, if, if he's not living his best life, then I don't know who is. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, rapper Tech 9 donates bras thrown on stage to domestic violence shelter. That is cute, isn't it? Because um, uh, rappers are known for being very anti uh, domestic violence, uh, particularly. I mean, they're feminists, generally, rappers. They are, are now, I would say, most rappers, you know, Jay-Z, obviously, are now a staunch male feminist. You know, let's let's not worry too much about, you know, all the fucking bitches, all the bitches, suck my dick, get rid of the bitches, 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 bitches. What was the bitches, bitches, uh, Jay-Z, uh, Big Pimpin, uh, Big uh, Pimpin lyrics? He's an out-and-out male feminist now, our, our Jay-Z, and he's like, I don't know why. What, why is there this sort of anti-woman sort of culture amongst, uh, amongst rappers? I, I just don't understand it. I just, I, I just, I don't get it. Um, so uh, here are the lyrics to Big Pimpin. Uh, you know I thug em, fuck em, love em, leave em, because I don't fucking need em. Take em out the hood, keep them looking good, but I don't fucking feed em. First time they fuss, I'm breezing. Talking about, what's the reasons? I'm a pimp in every sense of the word, bitch, but I trust and believe em. Um, in the cut where I keep them till I need to nut. 
till I need to beat the guts. <laughs> then it's beep beep, and I'm picking them up. Let them play with the dick in the truck. Uh, yeah. Uh, many chicks want to put Jigger's fists in cuffs, divorce him, and split his bucks. I actually, I've listened to this song a lot because it's a good jam. I've never really looked too deeply into the lyrics, I will be honest with you. Um, just because you've got good head, I'm a break bread. I'm a break bread. Uh, so you can be living it up? Shit. Shit I parts with nothing, you'll be fronting. Me give my heart to a woman? Not for nothing. Never happen. I'll be forever macking. Heart cold as assassin. I got no passion, no patience, and I hate waiting. Ho, get your ass in. Let's ride. Right, uh, 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 Yeah, anyway, he's a feminist, uh, as you can tell from that song. Um, he, he, he hates the objectification of women. Um, he wants nothing but female empowerment, and he wants bitches on his D. Uh, I think, I think it's what we can, we can, uh, gain, glean from those lyrics there. How did I get onto the subject of this? Oh yeah, Tech Nine's giving out bras. Giving bras to, I mean, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, better than, uh, you got to put them to good use, right? Don't want them just, uh, this is a real website. I don't know. Dipley. Crafty.dipley.com. Someone posted it in the Lobster Crew group on Facebook. Um, wow, he looks sort of quite terrifying. Uh, let's get him up. Uh, where is he? Oh, do we do? Is Tech Nine? Um, he's got a little beard. It's cute. Uh, don't know. Is that makeup? What's the situation? Anyway, um, although some of us may be responsible for work that we hope will have a public impact, the truth is that the biggest differences we make in life are often the ones we never expected to. It's crazy to think about, but it's, what is all of this preamble? Uh, my. This is going on and on. Uh, and if you ask one rapper which of his songs is expected to make a difference in people's lives, the satirical song about breasts would have likely ranked very low on his list. And yet, uh, as you might expect from the name of his label, Strange Music, Tech Nine's lyrics often covered up. This is... There isn't any more... Oh, no, look. This is really weirdly uh, laid out website. However, in a 2016 Instagram post, Tech Nine explained that he was able to accomplish a result... Accomplish as a result of playing that song as shows. Uh, ironic that the song may have... This is just an absolute load of nonsense. What? This is all like weird individual pictures that you can share and comment on. Uh, anyway, look. Whatever, man. Today's not the fucking day for it. Yeah? Today is not the fucking day for it. Uh, Charlize Theron says her daughter Jackson was hurt over being called wrong pronouns. Okay, let's play a record. Don't test me today, guys. Don't fucking test me. Um, there was a... Oh, come on. Who is matey from freaking... Oh, Goldtop played it yesterday. Did I not put it in the playlist? This is... Oh, I mean, this... Oh, God. What was it called? The car... The... The Carl... Carl... Project, Chem Charles. It sounded like Chemical Project. The Carol and Project. The Car Project. The uh, was that it? Yeah. 
uh, Caracal Project. The Caracal Project. Anyway, EP called Homegrown EP on Neue Musik, uh, where you can find such people as Proxima. Anyway, track here called uh, Charms, uh, which is a wild one. Damn. Mr. Merck says that the nine turns 21 today. Is that true? look a bit peaky, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> 
Right, okay, so apparently that's just been playing 30, 40 seconds now of the next track. It's just seamlessly gone in. I didn't even didn't even notice. I mean, what's going on here? I mean, we're going to have to let it drop, aren't we? Uh, this is Balazuk. Again, Carousel Project. Really good. That was a nice bit of serendipity there. Yeah, boy. Uh, that's Cara Carousel, Caracal, Caracurur. Uh, Big Carry, 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 Carry Underwoods uh, project, uh, and that was called Babalazuk. Uh, the other titles include Boggy, Charms, and Chaland, Chalard, Chalard. Anyway, guys, look, fine, it's enough of that. Uh, Takeshi Six Nine News: um, The King Rat has only done and got away with it. Judge rules Takeshi 69 has been sentenced to two years in prison. He was facing 47-year mandatory minimum sentence uh, for his crimes, yet has only been sentenced to two years, uh, having already served 13 months. Judge has ruled that Takeshi 69, real name Daniel Hernandez, will not be going free today and has been sentenced to 24 months in prison with five years uh, suspended, uh, five years supervised release. Uh, throughout the hearing, Hernandez told the court that he wanted to show young people they can reform after being caught up in gang crime. Yeah. Had you have not been caught, do you think you would be attempting to reform? Or do you think you would still be out there living the thug life? Uh, the rapper was also hoping that his testimony against others might allow him to receive a shorter sentence, although he was previously facing a forty minimum of 47 years behind bars with the possibility of a life sentence. Uh, so, yeah, 
turning Supergrass has been pretty decent, all things considered. You managed to get away with some pretty significant racketeering charges. Uh, and, uh, yeah, two years in prison. I mean, people get longer longer prison sentences than that for being caught with a couple of pingers on them. So, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, that is actually outrageous when you think about it. Like, play into him being a grass and the fact that he's a celebrity. He's a nonce as well. Like, it's not like it's a first offence. He's got a previous offence for noncing. I guess two years. Because he's ratted some people out. Like, well, he must have known he fucking Jeffrey, who killed Jeffrey Epstein, for God's sake. Like, who's he ratting out? Who are you ratting out to get that much of a reduction in sentence when you got a previous for nonsense? That's fucking outrageous. Uh, it's actually beyond belief. Well, it's not beyond belief. It's frankly painfully unsurprising. Since becoming a star, a star witness for the US government, his chances of getting a more lenient sentence uh, were said to have improved. Yeah, no shit. Hernandez uh, hoped to get a 5K1 letter from the US attorney, which would allow the judge to consider and view, review the information provided and go underneath the mandatory minimum sentence, potentially even to time served. After pleading not guilty to the charges at first, he entered a plea bargain, and that was the start of giving evidence to the government. His biological father also made a surprise appearance in court earlier during the hearing. Someone called Ali Watkins, a uh, blue check mark on Twitter, tweets, Wild moment in Takeshi 69's court hearing. Hernandez's biological father, who left his son and family when Hernandez was a kid, showed up in court. Takeshi noticed him during the statement and broke down. Wants to know why he's here. The musician gave evidence that eventually led to the conviction of Anthony Ellison and uh, Al Jamiah Mack on charges of racketeering and other offences. Hernandez, 23, testified against two gang members on the first day of his trial. He joined the gang back in 2017, but left after being a member for less than a year. Since then, he's come under criticism from others within the rap industry. Snoop Doggy Dog shared a post on Instagram calling Hernandez a snitch, uh, which was then commented on by fellow rapper Meek Mill, uh, who said... 6ix9ine was a rat goon. Takeshi 6ix9ine has previously escaped jail for child sex charges in 2015, uh, as well as 2018 for several offences related to guns, assault, conspiracy, murder and racketeering. Fox 5 News journalist uh, Lisa Evers, who reported on the trial, said he testified that he was a member of a gang, but that he was basically doing it as a publicity stunt to promote his career. Right, right. Can't even tell you how shunned he is right now by the hip hop world here. They even call him Takeki, Takeshi Snitch Nine. I mean, he's going to get got, isn't he? Surely. Like, once he gets out, which is not very far away, seven months away, no, you know, whatever, less than a year away, like, he's going to be the most wanted man in all of hip hop. Like, he's going to get got, surely. Surely. <clears throat> I mean, all the other sort of, what are they called? The, the uh, what were the gang gang called? Uh, the, uh, guys, come on. It's, it's up here somewhere. <sighs> Seriously, today's not a fucking day for it. Where, like, where's the name of the gang? Anyway, let's just call them the, the Booger Boys. Anyway, 
all the remaining members of the Booger Boys that are not now behind bars are going to want to go and bugger him. And you don't want to get buggered by the Booger Boys. You know? Fucking, what are they, what are they called? Ah, come on, someone someone help me out here. What are they called? The fucking Wayland, the, uh, the Bildo Dabbins. Yeah, it could be. The Cheeky Boys. You're right. Yes, it was the Cheeky Boys. You are the Cheeky Boys. We are the cheat, the Hardy Boys. Jerky Boys. Something Boys, isn't it? Um, the the sexy boys, uh, the Dudley boys. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. It could be the the wanky boys. Yeah, that's it. The wanky boys. Don't upset the wanky boys. They'll do stuff to you. You know, they'll things. They yeah. Anyway, so he fucks kids. He does does gang stuff. Two years in prison. Uh, the world is not fair, is it? Really? I mean, it's rap privilege, right? It's rapper privilege. I was talking about this last night. Stormzy, yeah? So he's the sort of darling of the UK media, of the UK in general. Like, he cheated on his missus. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Maya Jammer. He's doing songs about him cheating on her. And everyone still loves him. Like, I feel like if it was like a TV presenter or an actor or something... And, like, they'd be being dragged through the mud. Let's say it's, I don't know, it, it's not just rappers. It's kind of like, it's music, It's sort of musicians, rock stars. They sort of like, is it like we hold them to a lower standard? They think, well, you know, they're just living that rock and roll lifestyle. Of course they're out, you know, fucking anything that moves. Like, I mean, and how many do you have to do? I mean, if you think about, like, Tiger, I mean, granted, Tiger Woods, he was fucking a lot of chicks. He was... He was going ham, but I don't know. There was there was that uh, there was that sort of tubby comedian who was uh, who's on like Mot the Week and stuff. He was that uh, sexting someone, and fucking hell, he got dragged through the mud by the press for ages. God, and there was that other guy off Strictly Come. He was a was he a comedian or someone? He was on Strictly Come Dancing, and he was like, you know, he ended up having and they all end up having affairs on Strictly. Like, can you imagine Jason Manford? Yeah, he got fucking dragged. Stormzy gets to, like, cheat on my jammer and then write songs about it and everyone's like, Stormzy, he's the genius. He's the best thing to happen to music ever. We love him. He had a go at Theresa May. Oh, Banksy made him a stab proof. Oh, uh. I mean, I just don't know. It's like, look, whatever, you know, whatever. Give him a Mercury music prize. Well, you give him a Mercury music prize, it's the last you'll ever hear of him. <laughs> Jay's having a breakdown out there. <laughs> Jay, do you love Stormzy? Yeah. Yep, see what I mean? No, he doesn't love Stormzy as much as he loved whoever did the grime tune on the IKEA advert. Hey, <laughs> fuck, all the tricks now, like, love it. <laughs> like, yeah, sick, bruv. Like, oh, it sounds like, it sounds like uh, P double W. You know, MC P double W, his froze, man. It sounds like him. Sounds like P Pedo Boy. Yeah, MC Pedo Boy. Sounds like his flows, man. It's sick. Yeah, it's D-double, right, okay. Well, listen, whoever it is made fucking bank off that thing. More money than you'd make from grime normally, I tell you. <sighs> Stormzy's not even that good. He's not even that good! That's some song of his last night. He's just like, he just goes like, Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Bruh. Shut up. Great. Brilliant. Give him a fucking... Fucking Mercury Music Prize. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. Whew. Anyway.
Uh, like I say, the world's not fair. It's not. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's not fair, you know, guys. It's not fair. Um, guys, look. Let's 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 go. Let's go back to the shoe throwers. Yeah, before the triggering gets even <laughs> even worse. Uh, what's going on? What's uh? Yeah. What's what's in? Uh, all right. Let's have a Toronto is broken bit. I'm gonna chance it. Because uh, I haven't listened to it, and um, you know he is supposed to be banned uh, from ranking radio. So it's you know it's I'm you know I'm going out. I'm giving him a chance here. Giving him, and if he if it if it's cack, then uh, I might have to ban him from the threshold as well. <laughs> Don't let me down, Christian. Chody, he's banned for repeatedly bullying Jim from Rankin Radio. Repeated and sustained bullying about, about Jim's ever-increasing weight.
yeah, Jimmy, I think you're right. I think the lyrics are about her being a plumber. Obviously fixing someone's boiler, getting the pressure up, and then obviously allowing the heating to come back on, getting the heat back inside the house. The problem has been pockets of air in a closed system, they're, you know, causing a loss of pressure. Uh, we can certainly look into whether or not she's Corgi registered. I think that... Uh, Listen, Christian, I think that was a good record, yeah, but I think that that outro was a little bit throwaway. Just just a, just a single verbed out kick. Re- an oversight, in my opinion. A real significant oversight. You know, you had a you had an opportunity there to really scar- sculpt a masterpiece, you know, a Sistine Chapel of an outro. And yet, you opted for a single verbed out kick, almost certainly, from a downloaded Vengeance pack. And, uh... Well, you know, says it all, tells you everything you need to know. Good record, though, I like that. Anyway, what are we doing? Uh, what are we, um, oh my God, I, that's got to be it, hasn't it? The April Fool's has got to be the worst, the biggest meltdown, uh, biggest on-air meltdown of the year. God knows there have been a few. Yeah, USB 3 was pretty significant, wasn't it? That's, you know, it's still, I still find that quite upsetting, you know. You know, even if I was forced to admit that USB 3.0 is a protocol and not, and, you know, therefore not exclusive to particular connections. Um, best rankings record, uh, the, I don't know, the smashing up the side trance is probably uh, a higher level of triggering than fucking find it. Will I ever find Reach Out again? It could be in that box over there, if I'm honest. I could have been barking up the wrong tree the whole time looking for it in there. Yeah, the April Fool's was rough. I still, I still, but I'm, I'm gonna make huge notes and stuff in diaries and reminders not to get fucked by it. Again, the problem was it wasn't actually April Fool's. Day. I'm gonna start word <laughs> up again. It wasn't actually April Fool's Day that I got done with it. It was later on in the week, so I, I wasn't, you know, there were older stories. Do you think that that would have that would have made it easier to spot? You know, you think there had been time for them to percolate, for them to come out. Well, well done. You know, people got fooled by them. No, nope. I live such a pathetic insular lifestyle now that you know, even a week after April Fools, I can still get lambasted by fucking mix mag. Whew. I mean, it, we, that was, well, it was one of them on uh, a couple of days after April, for, uh, after the first of April, so I'm getting into the third or fourth, I guess. Yeah. I will get triggered about being triggered. Okay, Nora. Anyway, someone drop some links. Yeah, put the links in the Discord, whatever. Jesus. <laughs> what other significant triggerings have there been? I mean, I feel like. Not triggering, but Agent Penis has got to get a look in in terms of uh, <laughs> best bits of the year. God bless Agent Penis. You know, he was... What a guy. What a hero. What a legend. You know, the hero that we need, not so much the hero we deserve. Uh, and, I mean, really, the original... I think the original sort of meltdown was certainly Benny the Beluga Whale, but that was last year. 
fucking prick again. He was the the sort of the original significant triggered meltdown, I would say. Benny the fucking whale. And me trying to sign up for a Mirror Online account to slag off a whale in the comments. I mean, not the lowest point of of coffee and memes. Signi- I mean, they've, they've been worse. They've been worse. Oh, yeah, the builders. Yeah, the people on top of the roof drilling. That was um, that was pretty wild. That was, <laughs> yeah. Although, luckily, I had current value on my side. Well, uh, okay, look, let's get back into some... Um, some stuff psychologist wants nerd shaming to be made a hate crime (sighs) imagine having to deal with the police because you called someone a fucking dweeb like what why why make it well why not just have it across the why why just uh... Why not just have any... Look, let's just take this to this logical conclusion. Yeah, why not just anyone that is offended by anything ever, that thing could they'll be constituted as a hate crime. You know, I all right, USB 3. It's a hate crime. I want whoever invented the USB 3 protocol uh, to be convicted of a hate crime because uh, I got wound up by it. I think that's fair enough, don't you? That I mean, look, if we're going to strive for a more equal society, a society away from hate and discrimination then we need to start locking people up you know and even if even if it doesn't sound like what they said was offensive maybe if you twist it all backwards and look at it on its head with a significant level of postmodern gymnastics maybe we could find a way that it could be deemed offensive and then put them in the gulag i think that would definitely make for a, the utopian communist society of our dreams uh, there are plenty of smart people out there who get picked on for being intelligent. Fuck them. Um, what? What about? Uh, what's the natural? What is the logical conclusion of this? Was it going to be like wealth shaming? Yeah, it's tough times being rich, man. People hate you because you're rich. It should be a hate crime. Oh, boo hoo! Who's getting a hard time for being fucking intelligent? Nobody. Um, who knows why having a who knows why having a high IQ or just a good general knowledge about a particular topic makes them a target. But it happens. Does it, though? Does it? Um, well, you know, what, are you, like, not allowed in places? Yeah? What you... Oh, come on. Fuck it. Uh, well, one psychologist is hoping uh, that it will be a thing of the past as she campaigns to have nerd shaming listed as a hate crime. Grow up. University of East London lecturer and psychotherapist Dr. Sonia Falk an absolute nerd, by all accounts, uh, says smart people have been called all sorts of names and it's time that language gets treated the same as other discriminatory words. Really? Really? Are you serious? Are you? Is this an April Fool's? Thursday the 19th of December. Probably not an April Fool's. Uh, like, really? You know, it tends to be like... Anyway, look, uh, oh my God. Here we go. She's going in. Okay, she's, this, is this written by Titania McGrath? Uh, At the launch of her book, Extreme Extreme Intelligence, she explains how the world needs to grow up and change the way it treats smart people. She says, and I quote, 
The N-word was common parlance in the UK until at least the 1960s, she said, according to the Daily Mail. Other insulting slurs about age, disability, religion and gender identity remain in widespread use widespread use until relatively recently. Society at the time turned a blind eye to the impact by passing them off as harmless banter. It is only with the benefit of hindsight and academic research that we realise how wrong we were. The same can be said about anti-IQ words like nerd, brain box, geek, egghead, dweeb and smarty pants. Okay, she is equating those words to the N-word. Are you on meow meow? Are you on fucking drugs? There she is. Like, oh, you, you're having a rough time, are you? Really? Were well, you being chased out of chased out of your home because you're smart? Have people throw bricks through your window? Have people not allow you to live on their street? Not allow your children to go to the same school as their children because you're because you have a high IQ? You think that having a high IQ is in any way comparable to like? Historical racism. Are you fucking insane? <laughs> oh my god. Slurs such as these. Slurs. Yeah, slurs like egghead. What about the program Eggheads? What's that? What's, the, what's that? They're ingrained anti-IQ bigotry. They're... they're <laughs> oh... Wow, this is amazing. Like, this is just like peak millennial insanity. It's really, this is just peak social justice insanity. I've never heard any of this. is so ridiculous. Slurs such as these will continue to be used unabated at the expense of the brightest members of society and, uh, and until legislative action is taken. Oh my, like, if you're so smart, put your intelligence to better use rather than writing utter bollocks like this. Seriously, if you're so fucking... Maybe you're not as smart as you think you are. Oh, but Doctor... Uh, here we are. There, are already, there is already legislation in England and Wales that covers people uh, if they're... If they are... What? If they are the are the victim... What? If they're the are the victim of treating language that focuses on their race, colour, disability, nationality, ethnicity, religion, sexual orientation, or gender identity. But Dr. Falk reckons that the last taboo so she was also sort of is seeming like she's saying uh, earlier that obviously no one's racist anymore and uh, no one uses these these terms anymore and that's sort of a done thing so now we need to tackle the important issue of anti-iq bigotry like no like racism and stuff still exists it's still out there like she's saying oh we've uh it's only with the benefit of hindsight and academic research we realize how wrong we were <laughs> Uh, other insulting slurs uh, were widespread until relatively recently. Wow. Uh, but yeah, she thinks the, the last taboo is intelligence shaming. It should be included in that list. If that was to actually happen, it would, uh, it would more than likely be intelligence in general, meaning that you wouldn't be able to shame someone for being dumb as well. <sighs> Very unsurprisingly, I mean... I presumably, I guess, next would be um, attractiveness shaming. Like, very, very attractive people uh, would decide that that someone having a, you know, someone having a go at them or treating them unfairly because they're so attractive might uh, that should constitute a hate crime. How fucking privileged do you have to be to think being really smart and someone being annoyed, 
I don't know, saying something against that should be considered a hate crime. Jesus, suffering fuck. Uh, the group's... Anyway, very unsurprisingly, the psychologist is being uh, supported by Mensa, the Society for People with High IQs. Fucking dweebs. Group's, uh, group's chief, John Stevenage, said, very high IQ individuals often experience isolation or bullying from people around them because they're perceived as being different from the majority. Uh, Mensa is an organisation that gives people the very high IQ community, uh, which is non-judgmental and inclusive of difference. But simply, everybody is different. Uh, so no one is. What? Okay. Uh, so be careful what you say to smart people, or the fucking nerds might get upset. And we all know what happened in Revenge of the Nerds. Well, that was wild, man. I was certainly in the right mood to tackle that story as well. I think you'll all agree. Right, look, let's play a fucking record, and then, Jesus, we can all get on with our lives. Leveler. Realities. Let's give it a go. You're right, yeah, I bet she is a good laugh at parties. So, for the, the schedule for the rest of the day is as follows. 11 till 1, Constrict, Incidental Solix. 1 till 2, Benage, Confirmed Shoe Throwers. Want 
two till three. Brand new Threshold All Stars mix. Three till four, Rankins Records. Seven till eight or nine, depending on how long they're going on for. Eastern Front. And nine till ten, Duff. Playing nothing but critical. Realities by Leveler. Right, okay, yep, that's, um, okay, just uh, giving the outro a miss. Uh, I see. Right, okay, uh, that was on Vision. Imagine that. Your boy, Leveler, just giving it the big one on Vision. Now outro. Well, let's see, that's how we're doing business these days. Okay, that's fine. Guys, look. End of the goddamn show. Thursday. One of the best days, as we all know. Constrict, followed by Benage, followed by Threshold All-Stars, followed by Rankins Records. Then you can go and have a little break. You can use that time to do what you want. You can cry. You can masturbate. You can take the Lord's name in vain. Do what you got to do. Back for seven. Eastern front. Nine. Duff. Look, that should take you through until bedtime. Guys. Seriously, that's the rest of your day sorted. Do you know what I mean? Are you understanding what I'm saying to you, Mr. Wind-Up Bird? Guys, look, thank you, everyone supporting on the Patreon. You're wonderful folks. Thank you for everyone uh, that's uh, tuned in uh, this year. Uh, you bunch of lunatics. Um, how there are still people listening to the show, I will never know. But, you know, you keep turning up, man. So will I. You know, and you know... For now, anyway. For now. Uh, guys, thank you everyone that's supporting on Patreon. You're wonderful folks. Uh, everyone on the VIP list. Greg Comfort, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Lillian Sub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, John Fiddleton, BDR Crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, James Parry, Handed Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Leon the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, A Go with No STDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Sidetrance, that's Achala Superior, the Drum and Bass, Chris Breaks the Bell, Dordin Beatsley, Followed the Fluxus, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosby Wolf, Meatloaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitch Must Willow, Ben Vogel, Dan Tweed, Lupe Zalazar, Big Wash, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Tom Skipper, unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Shock, Claudio Lushmere, Banished, Drum Rochet, Timmy, John Forsyth, Anderton, PSN, Godlight, MC Hammer, Daddy, Your Mum, Leading Knowledge of Vase, Big Eight, Chapter 13, Grant Shepard, Death Disco, Jimmy Bud. Guys, 
Uh, I'll be back at three. Rankings Records, bringing you the big guns, bringing you what you need for the last Rankings Records of the year. And then I may well, I'm thinking 2020, I'm going to change the time of Rankins Records to an evening show. So maybe a little six o'clock or a seven o'clocker. Something like that. Something like that. Maybe we'll do Thursdays at six instead. Six till seven. Uh, guys, I love you. I'll see you later on. Stay out of fucking trouble. Uh, keep your nose clean. Keep your balls clean. Wash your gooch. Goodbye.